Have you been the victim of unfair treatment by a business or a corporation? Has this ever happened to you? We'll be the baby of the year. Hello and welcome back to the Turbo Team Podcast. And we have great news for you today. LeBron James joining the program today to talk Space Jam 2, his latest hit film by Warner Brothers. Uh, Could you guys tell that this movie was made by Warner Brothers? I certainly could not. I didn't even know it until I looked at the synopsis after the film. But this film was in fact made by Warner Brothers. But before we get into Space Jam, I'm alongside other basketball fanatics Ben Neeson and Alex Powell how are you guys doing <laughs> oh I'm I'm doing I'm balling I'm I'm balling like Bones Highland <laughs> balling on a budget <laughs> yeah uh, front of the program Gavin Tickey just replied speaking of basketball uh, NBA free agency kicked off about like two hours ago and the Nuggets re-signed Jermichael Green and signed Jeff Green. And Gavin Tickey just tweeted at me, Denver just got a little greener. So uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Gavin Tickey. Woo, yeah. Yeah. But uh, this film was directed by Malcolm D. Lee. It was originally supposed to be directed by, what's that guy's name? Ryan Coogler, the guy who did Black Panther. Uh, for some reason, that fell through. Honestly, I don't really care why. Uh, but this film is starring LeBron James, Don Cheadle as Al G. Rhythm, uh, probably the best <laughs> villain name <laughs> that's ever been on this show. Uh, Kyrie Irving is also in it. So is Zendaya. Uh, Cedric Joe as LeBron's nerdy son, Dom. <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis is in it as the flyest guy on the squad. <laughs> Uh, that, and then there's a few other like players like Dame Lillard. Don't really care. Uh, oh, Gabriel Iglesias was in this movie. You know that guy, the the funniest comedian of all time. As who? He was funny when I was fifteen. He was know? Speedy Gonzalez. Oh god! Of course he was. Uh, Clay Thompson was in this movie. So was Steve Harvey. Apparently. <laughs> when was that? And then there's a lot of other like Warner Brother cameos that aren't really that important uh but ben do you want to give us your synopsis of this film that follows the original space jam oh gosh uh chronologically does it no it doesn't no. it doesn't matter um uh lebron is pissed because his son's a dork so he <laughs> um <laughs> so he gets mad at him for not taking basketball camp seriously so uh, he locks them. He locks his son in the Matrix, but uh, uh, Black Morpheus Don Cheadle uh, doesn't let uh, his son Dom leave. So uh, he tricks um, LeBron James also to come into the fake Matrix and sends him down to the garbage world, which is Toon World, which is abandoned except for Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and uh, you know, since it's like a, it's a big old cross over episode, so the uh, Bugs and LeBron. Uh, go and like and get all the other characters together to make a basketball team, and they play his son Dom, who's juiced out of his mind in basketball. Uh, and then they eventually beat uh evil Don Cheadle's team, 
And yeah, they get released, and he has a good relationship with his son now. Nothing like, nothing like rebuilding relationships by just dominating your son on the court when you are one of the inarguably top three greatest basketball players of all time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my That's first really- thoughts on this film, I got to the end, and I was just like, I want Iguadala, and there was no Iguadala in this movie. That would have been perfect for it. That would have um, been a great reference. But uh, um, oh, got that final feel over him. Uh, I'll start off. I was incredibly disappointed in this movie, and if you guys, well, Ben and Alex know my expectations, but if you want to know my expectations for this film, uh, I said in I think May that I'm so excited for this movie to come out so I can make fun of it. That's how low my expectations were of this movie, and it still left me out to dry. <laughs> um, I mean, I grew up a Looney Tunes fan, I'm sure as most kids did. Uh, some people call me a little loony when uh, I was just a lad. But uh, I was also a huge Space Jam fan growing up because I loved basketball and I loved Looney Tunes, and it was, um, although not a fantastic artistic movie by any means, it was a, one of the best kids' movies um, that I had growing up, and it was actually entertaining, and it was actually like a crossover of Michael Jordan and Looney Tunes. This movie was not even close to that. This movie was, in my humble opinion, Warner Brothers pretty much just showing off all the entities they own and making and showing that to people through their cash grab of nostalgia of, of Space Jam with just LeBron James instead of Michael Jordan. Like, literally the entire first hour of the film was them floating around some Matrix multiverse like showing off that they have Superman and Wonder Woman and Harry Potter. And I'm, I'm already tired. Ben can attest how tired I was when I watched this movie. (laughs) And I was just like, is there a plot to this? And I still don't think there is a plot. Like everything was just a, was a cash grab to show like we're Warner brothers. We're big. We, uh, yeah, we own all these entities. And then at the end there was like a basketball game and the basketball game was not entertaining um, I think the most disappointing part of the movie was it didn't even like capitalize on any of the actual like Looney Tunes parts of it. Like Yosemite Sam and Bugs Bunny were in the same room and like they acted like best friends. And if anyone's ever seen a single cartoon, they know that Yosemite Sam like tries to kill Bugs Bunny every time they're on the screen together. So like <laughs> a little thing like that, like not even acknowledging it or not even like playing towards it. I don't know. It was just incredibly lazy. And I know that like, um, they're probably going to make money and kids are going to love this movie, but I don't know. I thought it was extremely cheap and lazy and just, uh, a cash grab. And I think it's a, (laughs) it's just a perfect, like metaphor onto kind of what these mega, um, media markets are doing now with like Disney and Warner brothers being the two biggest offenders of it. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Also, Captain Midnight, I think is his name on YouTube, made a really good video that kind of broke down just the uh, the cash grab of it. LeBron tweeted, because uh, this did really well opening weekend at the box office. And LeBron tweeted like an article linked to that out, and he said, uh, he was like, take that, haters. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's really funny because it's like, we're like everyone. I knew it was going to do really well at the box office. A lot of people are going to see this movie, but like we were, everyone knew it was going to be bad, and it was bad. So like we, the haters won. You know, take that haters. So, also, LeBron isn't a smart guy, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, he lacks common sense sometimes. That comes out a lot in this movie. He is—he's a very bad actor. Yeah. Like, like, like Jordan. Well, he kind of wasn't a good actor, but he kind of played it off because he's kind of. Um, like self-aware, you well, know? Jordan played it off as a basketball player in a movie. Like he played it off like he didn't belong. LeBron was trying to like steal yeah. the show and was trying to like be hilarious, and he was just like not at all. Kevin or not Kevin? <laughs> Anthony Davis was easily the funniest guy in the whole movie, <laughs> and he only had one line. No, he had more than one line. He only had one line that matters. <laughs> he flew in, and he was just like. Flies guy on the squad. Yeah, he was he was just a bird, and then it like zoomed in on his face in the brown. He's like, Flies guy on the squad. <laughs> they put no effort into making his no. like monster character. No, dude, Clay's hot wet fire, <laughs> dude. They that's like what when Ethan and I would play like. Uh, like make up basketball games or football games growing up, and we just like make up nicknames for players. I'm pretty sure Wet Fire was one of them, and that's that's how creative Warner Brothers got with this. <laughs> yes, dude, I was thinking that this movie feels like it was written by like a 12 year old kid. <laughs> it was written by. Dude, that's Dom. generous. I'd I'd go like more on the seven or eight year old side. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this movie was written by like- Hoggy. <laughs> Shout yeah, out to. Yeah. Shout out to a friend of the program, Hoggy. <laughs> Hoggy. Yeah. Movie sucks. It's really bad. No, uh, the best act- <laughs> the best actor in this movie is Bugs Bunny. Because he's like a professional like at it or whatever. Bugs Bunny's Don the Cheadle. Don Cheadle is like very bad in this movie. <laughs> no, he sucked. No. Which- you know who I hated more than uh Don Cheadle was Pete. Like the oh, little yeah. like terribly cgi like a little like cute character that was only there to entertain like the four-year-old demographic mm-hmm. and to try and sell plush toys he's so that that's the thing with this movie is it already had like at the absolute base it's a kids movie so you can only like be so harsh on it but going into this like we all knew it was gonna be a kids movie that was not gonna be good and it was it, it like didn't even get close to meeting expectations. Like Bugs Bunny, his storyline of uh, Looney World being abandoned was like the only like somewhat character arc in the entire movie. Not and the, it, not and the, it wasn't even like expanded on that much. Not the twenty minutes of speaking time that LeBron had to give speeches about how he hates his son. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, LeBron does not like his son, and that's very funny. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he has the exact same family he has in life. He has like a young daughter and like a young son and like kind of a teenage son. Bronny. He has the same thing in the movie. So like the middle the middle child, he kind of saying like, I don't like you, you know, like 
get better at basketball, <laughs> then I'll like you. It's really funny. Do you think do you think that was based off of real life? He just didn't want to use his actual kid? Like what if he actually hates his middle child <laughs> in real venting. life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's The part where at the beginning the opening scene where he says, Dom, you don't have to be scared of playing basketball. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what that meant. I like. I like how he, sa- he said that like five seconds after saying, "Was like kids at basketball camp are going to be at your neck because of me." <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't be scared of playing basketball. What? <laughs> and then uh, when they get sucked in the matrix, and he, LeBron's like, "Oh, where are we?" And then his son's like, "Oh, we're in this fucking computer thing." And then LeBron's like. He's like, what is he? he's like, dude, just tell me what's going on. <laughs> really funny. Disrespectful <laughs> to his own kid. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, so that brings me to another point. This movie is very, very poorly written. Like, oh yeah, oh for sure. Point where like storylines don't make sense because there is a lot of that, but to the point where like the grammar is bad. Like it's like the like the the talking doesn't make sense, like verb, verbally. The, so, like the scene right, right where he's getting sucked in the video game, he's like, "What in the Matrix hell?" That's not a sentence. Like that's <laughs> rarely that's like in that's incoherent. It's not a real sentence. So like, what, there, there's a lot of those. It's like the I don't know. It's just really funny. It feels like LeBron wrote this. It's That's really what I was just about like, to ask. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Let him, let, let him go with it. So this movie was so bad that I had to ask the question, either did LeBron write it or did LeBron not read the script before the day he showed up? Like, I, it's there's no in between. Um <laughs> I'm, that'd be so, that'd be the funniest thing ever if he wrote it. And like, I'm not going to act like Don Cheadle is some... Like Leonardo DiCaprio, well, dog of the program, um, but all right, <laughs> you done yet, Taco? <laughs> Don Cheadle's no like Leonardo DiCaprio, but to be like an actual actor in this movie, you'd expect more out of him. But maybe it it was just him being dragged down by being on the same set as LeBron and Kyrie Irving and Gabriel Iglesias, <laughs> but um, and then like Lola Bunny had absolutely no lines. She was just there to be good at basketball. Uh, Zendaya's character. Yeah. Yeah, well, her storyline was weird. It was like, oh, you're so good at basketball. And she's like, yeah, but now I want to be a ninja warrior and, like, conquer whatever world. She Wonder be an Amazon. Was yeah. It's like <laughs> Ninja <just> warrior. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I don't want to do basketball. <laughs> hey, I mean, why would you, though? I think she just wanted yeah, to avoid I bugs. Yeah, I want to be Wonder Woman, not good at basketball. <laughs> and that that part didn't even make sense either, because it was it's just another reference. Yeah, it was like, what what do they have in common other than being women? Like there was absolutely no. Yeah. There was nothing was funny in this movie. Other <laughs> no, no, there was some funny things. Well, there was like ironically funny things, but there weren't a lot of lines that were like creative or like witty like looney tunes is like you looney tunes is literally a hundred years old it's um it's one of the greatest cartoons of all time because it and like even though it's made for children 
like I will still watch Looney Tunes every now and then and laugh because it's extremely well done and some it's some of the like best animation that's ever been made and there was just like absolutely none of it in this movie like you had the you had like some of the references to like duck season rabbit season and like Yosemite Sam shooting the basketball but that was just like such cheap humor to like like it was honestly a disservice to the people who made Looney Tunes because it was so lazily written and I'm not going to act like the first Space Jam was perfect in that, but it, to me, that still felt more like a Looney Tunes movie where, um, like, they were Looney Tunes characters. Or even, like, the whatever the last live-action Looney Tunes was. I haven't seen it in forever. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to act like it was perfect, but seeing these freaking Looney Tunes in 3D or whatever that was when they shifted in between the basketball... In, like before the basketball game was just terrible. Like, yeah, it looked so bad. And it honestly just looked like they were trolling everyone. I, I don't know. This movie sucked. It <laughs> <laughs> was really bad. You tell them. Uh, so there has to, this, this movie was so successful. It just killed the box office. There has to be a third one, right? Who's, uh, <laughs> who's the star of the third space jam? Hypothetically. I made that joke with Jake about how they're just going to start like releasing Space Jams every three years chronologically when there's a new like NBA guy. So I thought it was a oh, Luca. I thought it was kind of crazy that none of the Looney Tunes remembered that they played a game already with Michael Jordan. Like that didn't make sense to me. So what if like every time they remade a new one, they just had no clue the last one happened. Honestly. Yeah, they just like lose all memories. That's weird <laughs> storyline. Well, like I, I felt like they should have remembered. Like, oh, we've played a basketball game to save the world before. But well, he made that one like winking, like really lazy fourth wall breaking joke. He's like, well, we have to play basketball to save the universe. Wow, that we've heard that before. So, oh yeah, yeah, great, I great think writing. I like Jackie Duck, and then I watch a Looney Tunes thing, and I realize how unbearable he is. <laughs> I hate. Him. Yeah, you tell that him. Could have been cool. Now he's just a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at Alex getting this worked up about a kids television show. Whoa, <laughs> it's a kids <laughs> television show. Um, no, uh, no. How fun! I would if I somehow become a rich guy like i invest in a crap coin and like just blow up i will single-handedly fund a uh, space jam 3 starring Jokic. <laughs> that'd be so amazing because <laughs> he just overact everything and s- respond to them in broken english it'd be amazing <laughs> i like no i actually think Giannis would be someone like actually good for this role uh someone who's like genuinely had funny moments that aren't just us laughing at him like i think lebron genuinely thinks he's really funny but he doesn't realize that anytime anyone ever says lol to him it's they're laughing at him <laughs> does he think he's a good actor he has to oh like, dude yeah <laughs> when you're that good at basketball there's no way that you can have self-awareness in any other aspect of life you're like okay um, do you know how many people have been telling him his entire life that he's the best ever so then he's going to think he's the best ever at everything when dude, like you're not. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's very cool. He's everything. 
Yeah, I think LeBron James is like a very stupid person. That might be that sounds mean, but I don't think he's very intelligent. Aw, those we weren't supposed to be mean. He does read a lot of books. (laughs) Just kidding. Read read lots of (laughs) one book. He reads the first page of every book and takes pictures of it. No, we're just. We're do you just, think he did that with the script? Do you think? Do you think when he got the script, he's like, "Hey, someone take a picture," and he just read the first page? <laughs> the rest was just him guessing. <laughs> like right, they tell him what to say right before he shoots it. <laughs> LeBron is like a Daniel Day Lewis type actor, <laughs> like super into it. Yeah, like, like he's at home and like he's just like beats Bronny because he hates him because he's into video games and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, like yeah. uh, like a algae rhythm squeeze and Sarah Silverman were trying to pitch was a, a LeBron <laughs> yeah. against Batman. Like have him LeBron, act. LeBron just goes around and be like, I need a simple team to save my son. Everyone's like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, are yeah, so gonna- so that's another oh, part. Yeah. That's another part. They had that scene where they were pitching this idea of like essentially the movie of just like a huge crossover of LeBron going to fight a bunch of different things. They pitched it, and then LeBron was like, no, that's stupid. Do you think they were self-aware? Like, this is a stupid idea, and then they just did it anyways. Like, literally what they pitched in that is exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. I don't think that was a coincidence. I think that was probably just them being self-aware and then not really caring. Like. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm very, I don't know how well people thought this movie was going to be. Cause it was bad, like pretty bad. Oh yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. it oh. got it got like an eighty percent audience score somehow. That's just people being like, "Oh, it's fucking basketball, LeBron James." You know, this is a movie for dumb people, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and this is a podcast for smart people. So, yeah, yeah, the smartest po- movie review podcast in Central Iowa. It's us and son of a boy, Dad. <laughs> Uh, guess what the budget of this movie was? I bet a lot. I feel like because this movie's like all on FX. That's not a guess. Uh, one hundred twenty-five million dollars. Ben, how much? What the budget? <sighs> uh, budget was two hundred million. Alex is closer. One hundred fifty million. Dang. Yes. Yes. And yes. it's so far, it's made ninety-four million. So it'll. <laughs> It'll pretty much easily make that back. And my dog is just being so annoying, man. Come on. I wouldn't say easily. Um Yeah, you're you're probably right. I wonder like if they get the HBO payout immediately or after. Probably after. Jeez, I gotta go get my dog again. I gotta guess I gotta head the podcast. Um yeah, I think that the plot was so unnecessarily heavy in all of this. Like, the first Space Jam was, like, 87 minutes long. And then this one makes a huge deal about LeBron's speeches and everything like that. This movie's way too long. Like, way too long. This movie, I, I, this movie's supposed to be fun. Like Space, Jam, like, Space Jam 1 isn't good, but it's fun. This movie's supposed to be, like, it's okay if it's not good as long as it's fun. This movie isn't fun either, so there's no reason it needs to be two hours. You know, dude, yeah, make this a short film, make it like 25 minutes and, and call it good. I also <laughs> felt like I saw, I also felt like I saw this entire movie in the trailer. Oh, yeah, you definitely yeah. like they used, all of it. even though they weren't 
good jokes, they used every joke in the movie in the trailer. <laughs> like the, you could tell they like built up the, the like whatever Granny said. I don't really remember. They they like built that up, but it was in the trailer. Uh, Yosemite mm-hmm. Sam shooting the basketball. I don't even know Every, everything except the Michael B. Jordan joke. <laughs> Which I mean, did that get you, Alex? What? I don't even think Alex got to that point. Yeah, spoiler, Alex didn't finish the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he can't give a proper review. This guy doesn't take the, this guy doesn't take the podcast seriously. Uh it was uh they were like stressing out about winning the game or whatever. They were like down a bunch at halftime. And they were like, Oh yeah, I hear we have um like one of the greatest players of all time by the by the name of Michael Jordan coming through the door. And then Michael B. Jordan walked through, and then everyone laughed, and then it was a happy ending. Oh, uh, oh. But yeah, absolute killer reference to Black Panther and Creed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I give this, I give this movie a one out of ten. Wow. Why did he dab in the beginning? Why was that necessary? LeBron has to know the dab isn't cool, right? <laughs> no, like, there's no chance. No, he no. I think that was supposed to be ironic, just because he was talking about no, how he's a dork. Dab is funny, ironically though. Dab is just kind of like weird now. If anybody dabs, are weird, you know. Well, he was doing it ironically. Yeah, but it, but it's not ironically funny. So then it just is weird. But who knows? Maybe maybe when this movie was made, he was predicting that it would be cool again. So he was just taking a bet on the dab. Yeah, the dab's be... ironically funny again. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> good guys. Spoiler, LeBron, it, it was not. It's always been. So, uh, yeah, I give this movie a 1 out of 10. I thought it was horrible. Uh, would not recommend anyone see it, but can't wait for the third one. Very excited. I'll give it a 2 out of 10. Oh, you <laughs> you love it twice as much as I do. That's, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Because, because it, it did make me laugh hard a couple of times just like bad because it was bad and i kind of can like it for that bit yeah um i'm gonna give it a two but if i was eight years yeah. old which is the target audience i don't know i'd give it a seven i guess <laughs> eight years old or lebron this is a movie hey. lebron would love hey give like me tweet about it on the top. hey give me a fridley theater's kids combo pack with m&ms oh, and a yeah. small popcorn and a soda and uh, i this would be a fun afternoon when he yeah. said, when he's like shrank, he's like, oh, I'm like Kevin Hart. Like, that was not funny, right? I understood that reference. He's like, I'm, I'm short like Kevin Hart. It's like, oh, come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, the, the Kevin Hart bit was not funny. I don't think any I wish Kevin he actually showed up. Yeah, I'm actually, that might be the most surprising thing about the entire movie. Not that it was bad, but that Kevin Hart and <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson didn't show up. Or Anthony Anderson didn't show up. Because has... Has The Rock ever been in a non-Warner Brothers movie? I s- Probably not. There's a new one coming out, too. Dude, he always has a new one coming out. Oh, no, it's out right now. Jungle Cruise. I've never been yeah. to the movie theaters without a Dwayne The Rock Johnson preview playing. Like, I don't think... Since I was, like, 10. I don't know if this is a hot day, but fucking... The Rock movies are all terrible. I haven't seen a good Rock movie They're all ever. the same. Rampage. Not, like, you could be like, oh, the game plan was good. No, it's not. That movie wasn't good either. Oh, fucking all we suck. Well, well, getting into our next segment, 
uh, we're actually ranking every Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie. So yeah. off yeah, of yeah. memory, <laughs> number one, yeah. Tooth Fairy. We should do that. It'd be fun. Uh, number number two, um, Doom. Number three, Central Intelligence. Number four, uh, what's the one we saw with Cousin Aaron? I think it was Central Intelligence. Was that Central Intelligence? Yeah, it was. Is that the one where he was fat as yeah, a young, yeah. in college? Yep. Yeah, that, Amazing. That, that movie kind of hit when we were yeah. in eighth grade, not going to lie. <laughs> we should review Melissa McCarthy movies. Like, doing that like from like 2013 to like 2015 when she was like having a lot of movies out, you know? I will quit the podcast before I review Tammy. Melissa McCarthy movie. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got our bad movie in for the year. I don't. Yeah, at least we got some good movies coming out eventually. Hopefully this fall. Shout out Dune. Yo, uh, Sh- shout out a uh, Delta variant pushing back Dune. Uh, Alex Caruso just got a four-year, thirty-seven million dollar deal with the Bulls. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Oh. <laughs> okay. So uh, speaking of Caruso. Uh, what did we watch in July? I watched. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm the killer of the of the transitions. I watched two movies, and other than what we watched for the podcast, so I watched The Godfather Part Two. Uh, yes, sir. A just incredible movie. I think it's the best mob movie of all time. Uh, it definitely moves into my top five. It's just, it's so incredible how like. Because when I first saw The Godfather, I thought it was good, but it didn't like leave an impact on me. But then when I watched part two, it just enhanced the first movie, and then obviously the second movie was incredible. So I just thought the entire Michael Corleone storyline is just amazing. And the I think the third act of this movie is one of the most disturbing, but just best third acts in film history. It's so good. Uh, along with that, I watched The King of Comedy, and I always thought that Joker was like ripped off completely of Taxi Driver, but now I found out that it's like 75% this movie, 25% Taxi Driver. Literally, like almost every single scene in Joker came from one of these two movies, <laughs> and all three have Robert De Niro, which is crazy, but I actually liked, I, I liked The King of Comedy. I thought it was it wasn't very funny. It's a dark comedy. Yeah, Ben? Whoa. Uh, fun fact. Friend of the program, Nikolai Reisner, uh, was talking about uh, his new favorite uh, actor, Christopher Walken, <laughs> because of his serious role in Batman Returns, in which he said, oh, yeah, I also think Robert De Niro played the joke, played a penguin in that movie, too. And I was like, you sure, Nico? He's like, yeah. I looked it up later. He confused Robert De Niro with Danny DeVito. <laughs> 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 Danny, Danny DeVito in Casino. Uh, yeah, imagine. As long as I can remember, I always wanted to be in a mob movie. <laughs> how much? How much do you think Martin Scorsese's career would change if Danny DeVito was flipped with Martin with uh, with Robert De Niro? Because there's not a Scorsese movie without De Niro, uh, let alone that where he's like a main character. So just imagine like Raging Bull or Taxi Driver, but Danny DeVito's the lead. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so yeah, King of Comedy, I'd recommend. Uh, really good. And then I also watched, just for whatever reason, I watched like nine or ten episodes of Rick and Morty one night. 
I was I was gonna sit down and watch a movie, and then I just watched like a new Rick and Morty episode, and I just started watching like all of my favorite episodes, <coughs> and that's how I spent an entire night. And then I also watched uh, The Simpsons. I think you should leave. I think that's it. That's about it. Yeah, that's all I have written down. I probably watched something else, but I don't remember it. Alex, what did you watch? I watched uh, Boogie Nights. Pretty good movie. I like I like Boogie Nights. I think it's a fun movie. Pretty interesting. Um, the Departed. Great movie. We've, we've talked a lot about. One of my favorites. Uh, I think it's Leo's best performance. It's kind of a hot take, but I, I like it. Um, Wait, whose best performance? Leo. Oh, Leo. I thought you said... <laughs> I didn't think you said Leo. That That is a hot take. Yeah. I, I think it is, yeah. Um, I also watched some episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, How I Met Your Mother. You know, casual casual viewing, just to get some in. Dork. Hope she sees and then, this. And then... Um, what else did I watch? I watched... Uh, oh, there's one more movie. It was... Um, Space Jam Two, I think. No, uh, Ben, you go. I'm gonna find it. You watch Space Jam Two? No. Um, I started off watching both uh, Bo Burnham specials for the first time after watching uh, Inside, and I was like, "Yeah, this seems a uh, this is pretty good. I mean, it's well written, well performed. I like his bits, but it's totally like 2013 edgy comedy. Yeah, at its finest." Zombie Land. That's what it was. Wow. Right, Wait, what was it? I didn't hear you. Oh, nice. Cool. All right, Ben, go ahead. Um, I watched Lola. It's a French film from 1961. It was recommended on a Runquist's, like, what he watched for, like, June or whatever. And, no, I thought it was really good. Uh, it was an interesting plot. Um, I also watched a Lego Movie 2. Uh, shout out Nate Magic. Uh, that was about it. <laughs> uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, I watched Kung Fu Panda without the sound on. <laughs> uh, I got, I got, I got the gist of it. It seems pretty straightforward. Uh, I watched La La Land. Yes, sir. Always a classic. Yes, sir. Love coming back to it. Um, <laughs> I've. I've been on a huge Simpsons binge recently. Yes, after, sir. Yes, sir. After reading or currently reading a book by the co-creator, not co-creator, um, by one of the head writers, and it's a great show. I'm r- running back to classics. <laughs> um, yes, sir. <laughs> I've also been re-watching Breaking Bad recently because, I don't know, I'm a normie right now. <laughs> but, no, it's a great show. Uh Better than Game of Thrones. Better than Sopranos. Ooh. You never seen an idiot. Shut up. <laughs> wow. Some guy's mad uh, uh, about Ita- Italian guy is sad. Gabagool. Hey, where's the fucking Gabagool? Gabba, get over yourself. Some guy's mad okay. about an online television show. <laughs> uh, I, also, I watched uh, Shiva Baby starring um, Rachel from Twitter. Uh, no, but like it's an hour and ten minute movie. It's actually pretty entertaining. I'd recommend it. It's on HBO. Um, 
I also watched the game, like that. Uh, oh, uh, David Fincher movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's <laughs> it was it's a, it's a pretty odd watch. Um, you can't really tell it's a Fincher movie at all. It just kind of seems like this weird late '90s thriller, like in a John Grisham adaptation sort of way. But I the mean, only the only thing I've heard about it is I'm pretty sure from Runquist fincher ranked like i'm pretty sure that's the only time i've ever heard this movie exists he ranked it fourth on yeah. fincher's all-time list which is bold and i personally disagree with but i mean it's kind of a shocking movie reminds me of the truman show if you want to if you want to come debate that feel free carson yeah open yes, invitation i watched uh, the new a24 movie because i'm a shill uh the green knight um did did you cry? I did not cry during. Nate that. Magic, friend of the program, cried. He said he cried during it. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. What part? I don't know. I didn't ask. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I wish I would have known that. Uh, that doesn't make any yep. sense. <laughs> I don't know what part he'd cry at, but uh, okay. Um, no, it's just a straightforward um, medieval quest sort of movie. Sounds corny, but it's meditative and pretty interesting. It's just a straight up character study. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, uh, hey, oh boy. Uh, two more. Uh, I also watched uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Um, Good movie. I watched it too. Yeah, I've always like seen like pictures from it and clips or whatever, but I never really understood it or watched it. Finally got it's around right? to it. No, it's pretty good. Um, it's like what entry number seven in the Bradley Cooper co-starring with uh, uh, what's her name? Jennifer. What other movies have you been with? Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> it's like entry number seven in the Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence multiverse. Because I was my favorite just, multiverse. Exactly. I was just going through IMDb and they have so many movies together. I uh, second by the Paul Dano one. They were the early 2010s uh, couplet along with Paul Dano with a identical brother of himself. But I also wrapped up the month last night by watching Stranger Than Fiction, the Will Ferrell movie. I watched that one time. I fell asleep, though. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was okay. My mom recommended it. It was a somewhat interesting premise, but, like, the whole point of the movie is just the premise. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all it has going for it. But, yeah. That's kind of crazy because last night was August 1st. He broke the Whoa. rules. He broke the Whoa. rules. No, 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 He no, broke no, the no. rules. Whoa. We watched Space Jam 2 the last night of July. <laughs> Did you watch a movie after I left? Did not include that. <laughs> All right, I worked up Taco. This has been uh, the Turbo Team Podcast. Thank you for listening, and go Nuggets. <laughs> Off season. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Turbo Team Podcast. Our social medias are linked in the bio. Follow us on Twitter at the Turbo Team Pod. You can listen to all episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platform where podcasts are listened to. Thank you for listening.